we wait on you. Knowing that you have never failed us yet. You never will. We need you, Lord Jesus. And we worship you this morning. It's in your name we pray. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Well, thank you, Gary, for that fresh reminder that uh, God has never failed us. And uh, we're going to continue this morning focusing on God's sovereignty in the midst of this uncertainty. The fact that God is in control even when we feel completely out of control. You know, right now I was thinking about it uh, this week. Uh, It's as if the pause button has been pushed on the entire planet. It's unprecedented. Never before have we seen anything like this. At least in my lifetime, I've never seen anything like it. We're all confined right now to our own personal waiting rooms, if you will, until this crisis passes. And it will pass. Everything comes to pass. You know, we find that phrase 457 times in the King James translation of the Bible. It came to pass. And that reminds us that everything this side of heaven is temporary, that everything ultimately comes and goes, including this pandemic and including the eight pandemics and the two epidemics that the world has experienced just in the last 120 years. I don't know about you, but that gave me some perspective. And again, a reminder that God has never failed us yet. Every storm comes to pass. I was laying in bed, I think it was Tuesday night, uh, when this huge storm blew through our area. If you live in the North Atlanta area, uh, you probably experienced this at the same time that I did. It was raining so hard, probably as hard as I have ever heard it rain. The thunder was deafening, man. The lightning was, was flashing through the windows in the bedroom. And then all of a sudden, it was, I think it was about 12.30 or 1 a.m., the loudest and longest roll of thunder that I have ever heard began happening during this storm. I, I, I sat up in bed, and I, honestly, I was like, man, this, what is good? this could be the end. And then just as quickly as it came, the house stopped shaking, and, and it passed. It was a scary storm. But finally it settled down and I was able to fall asleep again. And when I woke up Wednesday morning, as when many of you did as well, man, the sun was out and it was probably, I would say, the most beautiful day that we have had yet this year. I say all that to say this, church. Every storm comes to pass and the sun will shine again. This too shall pass. But in the meantime, with the entire planet on pause, we're going to have to wait this thing out. And so the question is, will we wait well? Let me ask you something this morning. How well are you waiting 
right now for this to pass? And if you can't answer that question, ask your spouse. You know, we see examples of everyday folks uh, in our community right now uh, who are not waiting well. I don't know if you guys saw this guy uh, earlier this week who pulled a pistol on two women in the post office in Marietta. There There was a grandmother in there with her granddaughter. They both had face masks on. There was a fellow coming in the post office. He was walking up to get in line, and they began to move toward him, probably leaving, and he pulled a pistol on them because he felt threatened, threatened for his life, he said, and ultimately he was arrested. Don't be that guy. Try to wait well. Don't be the grandmother in Walmart who got into a wrestling match on the floor over the last bundle of toilet paper. Not a good look. And what is going on with the toilet paper thing right now anyway? Not waiting well. And so this morning I want to talk about how we as God's people can wait well in the midst of this thing. John Ortberg said this. He said, Biblically, waiting is not just something we have to do until we get what we want. Waiting is part of the process. It's part of the process of becoming what God wants us to be. That's a different way to approach waiting. In God's economy, waiting is not a waste of time. It's an opportunity to be conformed more fully to the likeness of Christ, to become the people He wants us to be. God doesn't pause us to punish us, but to prepare us for His purpose. Let me ask you something this morning. Are you just waiting for this thing to be over so you can get on with your life? Or are you viewing it as an opportunity to become what God wants you to be in the midst of it? To become a blessing to those around you, to those you're confined with right now, more than you are a burden. And that requires a change of perspective. An understanding that there really is purpose in this pause. That God is at work in this wait. And I love this piece I bumped into early this morning and I wanted to share it with you. Some of you may have seen this. It says, when this thing is over, may we never again take for granted a handshake with a stranger, full shelves at the grocery store, conversations with neighbors, a crowded theater, a Friday night out, the taste of communion, which, by the way, we're going to be bringing communion to you virtually next week on Palm Sunday, so look for that coming your way. When this is over, may we never take for granted a routine checkup at the doctor. The school rush each morning. Imagine that. May we never take for granted coffee with a friend. The roaring stadium. Each deep breath. A boring Tuesday. May we never take for granted life itself. When this thing ends, may we find that we have become more like the people 
God wants us to be. More like the people we were called to be. More like the people we hoped to be. And may we stay that way. Better for each other because of this. I want to share with you today four ways that God is working while you wait. If you'll let Him. So first and foremost, man, God grows you in the wait. God grows me in the wait if I let Him. First Peter, verse 6 and 7, Peter says this. He says, Though now for a little while, while you have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials, these have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. And times of testing reveal how genuine our faith really is. How patient we are with one another. Especially when we're confined under one roof for days on end. It's a test for all of us. But it's a test especially for our young families with children. And trying to homeschool, keep everybody occupied all day long without killing each other. God grows you in the wait. Don't forget that. If you'll let him. These words of David, uh, I'm, I'm sending out especially to our young families with children this morning. Just as a reminder, David said in Psalm 27, he said, Wait for the Lord. Be strong. Take heart. And wait for the Lord. God shapes us in the wait. He grows us. He matures us. He makes us and He molds us into the likeness of Jesus Christ. Moses waited 40 years for God's purpose. Abraham waited 25 years for God's promise. Joseph, 15 years for God's dream to become a reality. The Apostle Paul waited 14 years after his conversion to fulfill God's calling on his life. Every person God has ever used greatly has had to wait. God grows you in the wait if you'll let Him. He uses the pause, if you will, to prepare us for His purpose. What's He preparing you for right now? Don't waste the wait. God grows you there. But He also slows you in the wait. Psalm 46 says, Be still. Slow down. And know that I am God. What a great opportunity to do that while we wait. Somebody once said, I wanted to figure out why I was so busy, but I could never find the time to do it. Well, a lot of you have that time right now. Time to reset. Time to refocus. Time to remember what really matters most. And if you haven't already, 
And I, I've shared this time and time again in the last couple of weeks. If you haven't already, set aside time in your schedule right now. If your schedule has changed and you're confined to the house, set aside time to be still. To connect each day or to reconnect with God. Make it a priority to pour into your family, to pour into those closest to you, even in the chaos of having everybody underfoot. Make this pause a memory for your family, a memory they'll never forget for the right reasons. Kim and Rachel and I were out on the patio last night. It was a beautiful evening, minus the pollen. Um, but we, we pressed through that. We were out on the patio last night, and we were playing Speed Scrabble. And they uh, absolutely crushed me. I'm not very good at that, but it was a sacrifice that I was willing to make. Man, play games with your family. Do things together that you don't normally have the time to do. God grows us in this wait if we'll let Him, and He slows us in this way, to do things that we can't normally do with those closest to us and to press into Him. But God also shows us in the wait. He shows you who you are. And He reveals those rough edges. I don't know about you, but He's doing that in me right now during this time when when things are different, unsettled, changed. Everybody's at home. He's revealing rough edges that He wants me to work on. What are those for you? What comes out when you're squeezed? (laughs) It's a good time to figure that out. Man, maybe He's working on your patience right now. Maybe He's working on communication with your spouse or your children. Maybe He's working on compassion for other folks in the community who are suffering or who may not have the things you have in the midst of this crisis. Maybe He's working on worry with you. Pay attention to what God is showing you about yourself while you wait. Man, time and time again throughout the Scripture, God reveals Himself to those who wait well. Speaking to those who have placed their faith in Him, those who are expectantly awaiting His return. Jesus said this in John chapter 14, verse 21. He said, Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father. And then Jesus said this, And I too will love him and show myself him. And God shows you in the wait. He reveals Himself to you. When we walk with Jesus while we wait, when we keep loving Him, when we keep seeking Him, when we keep trusting Him, when we keep obeying Him, man, He reveals Himself to us and He deepens our understanding of who He is, of His character, and He conforms us, shapes us into the likeness of it. Spend time in God's Word while you wait. And look for His presence in this pause. God grows us in the wait. He shows us 
in the weight. He slows us in the weight. And finally, man, God knows us in the weight. I don't know about you, but that's comforting for me. Nahum chapter 1, verse 7. I love this verse. The prophet said this. He said, the Lord is good. He's a stronghold in the day of trouble. And he knows those who take refuge in him. He knows those who take refuge in him. That word in the Hebrew is one of the most intimate relational words that you'll find in that language. God knows those intimately that take refuge in Him. Man, if you have by faith trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Savior, you have become a child of God. And as His child, your sins are forgiven and you are known intimately by God. John Piper put it this way. He said, deeper than knowing God is being known by God. One Puritan writer called being known by God the full and final comfort of a believer. And God knows your heart right now. He knows your thoughts. He knows your fears. He knows your anxiety. The anxiety about your health. The anxiety you may have about the health of your loved ones. He knows the anxiety you may have about your job, about your finances, about your future. The one sovereign God who spoke the universe into existence knows you and knows me intimately. And if you're a follower of Jesus this morning, your picture is on the Father's refrigerator. King David put it this way. He said, O Lord, you have searched me and you know me. And knowing he knows, knowing he cares, literally makes all the difference in the world. So let me challenge you, church, on this Sunday morning to wait well. And remind you that every storm comes to pass. Let's bow our heads and pray. Father, we thank you that you truly are our refuge and strength. Lord, help us not to waste this time of waiting, but to seek you in the midst of us. Help us to grow and to be found more like Jesus when this passes. We trust, Father, that you will make a way, that you are making a way, that you will open a path to the other side of this pandemic. We pray for those who are suffering, for those who've lost loved ones, for those on the front line of this fight, Lord, that you would comfort them, that you would strengthen them, that you would sustain them. As we wait, Lord, for you to make a way, may we be found faithful. May we be found loving you and serving others in the days ahead. 
In Jesus' name I pray, amen.